Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week I find someone of interest to talk about it with... But today, we are... It's Saturday. I had to yeah. think about what day it is. At San Diego Comic Con, Saturday morning, with Jocelyn. Hi. <laughs> and it's... What time is it? It's like 12 o'clock? Uh, yeah, it's, it's midday. So, we're in line for The Simpsons. We might get in, we might not. I think we will. Positive. We spoke to that guy dressed as Jon Snow and he seemed very confident we were getting in. Jon Snow lives and he's <laughs> volunteering at Comic Con. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we just went and saw Daniel Klaus yes. from Fanographics do his panel. It was such a good panel. You loved it too. Oh. <laughs> You're a converted fan, admit it. He was very funny. It was just, for someone that's never read Daniel Klaus, it was... Um, it was amusing. He Interesting. Is, he is the Seinfeld of comic books. Really? Yes, the observations of the mundane and just everyday life, but making it funny, funny in its, how it's just nothing, you know? But he thinks you're funny. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? Thank you. All right, we're inside now. This line is, we're getting some pace. Yeah, gosh. This is, yeah. I saw the... Um, when I went to get us coffees, when you were waiting for the Daniel Klaus panel, I I was walking up where all the cosplayers stand to get their photos, mm-hmm. soaking up just some Comic-Con goodness, just enjoying just how happy the little cosplayers are getting their photos yeah. taken. What's been your favourite costume that you've seen so far? Well, I saw the most Comic-Con thing ever. There was a guy dressed as... Um, what's his name? I think it's Argonaut or... He's from Marvel, and he rams into stuff. Like okay. He... Yeah. Say so, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, like, he had a sweet outfit, but then he was taking photo of a girl dressed as like Falcon. Okay. So it was just really weird to see this awesome cosplayer taking a photo of another cosplayer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was peak Comic Con. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well what my favourite costume has been. I know I've seen a couple that I've shrieked at how... Oh, the... Um, what's his name? Stay Classy San Diego. He, that costume was great. Oh, Ron Burgundy. Yes. They looked... And they were so in character when I went and asked them for a photo. Like, he answered me as Ron. <laughs> they were I, cute. I can't believe you, you've seen anyone's costumes. You're too busy searching for Pokemon. I haven't even logged in today. Who knows where they all are? <laughs> All right, well, let's see if we get in. Jackie's hopeful. I am. Are you not hopeful? 
Look, we're at door 30. We're going to 20. It's moving. I don't know. I think it started. That's okay. They might still be clearing people out. It's pretty big in there. We got in last time. Last time we lined up for about four hours, I think. It wasn't four hours. So we haven't put our time in. We honestly don't deserve to get in, but we'll see. None of us do. (laughs) Hey, you guys. Go on. You want to host it? Host it. (laughs) Update. We're not getting in. (laughs) Dull. All right, you guys, it's about quarter to one, and we are in the Lucasfilm Pavilion, which is decked out like the Rebel base from A New Hope, and I guess from Rogue One. And we're at the Tops booth, Tops Cards, and we're with Jeremy Fullerton, who's assistant brand manager. That is correct. How's your assisting going? Uh, this going Comic-Con? well. Going well. Uh, it's been quite busy. Lots of people coming in to see the Rogue One. Uh, the characters, new character they unveiled, two tubes as well as some of the the new uh, costumes and uh, coming by to see all the great things that Topps Cards has for Star Wars. I like that they sort of come out with that nickname of two tubes because that reminds me of like the original figures where they were all sort of kind of like racial stereotypes like yeah, had yak know, face yeah. and prune face yeah. and greedo you know it was just squid head yes it was just it was all racial slurs <laughs> well i'm saying two tubes must be uh, an alien from south jersey uh you know tony two tubes <laughs> i'm fascinated i haven't read his little thing about what have it's, you got any background on two It's tubes? some sort of uh, breathing apparatus uh, that helps him breathe uh, the atmosphere wherever he is currently located and not where he is originally from, I'm assuming. Nice. Well, that will help when he goes to L.A., I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's happening at the top spoof? You've got these maxi cards, which I, I like because it makes me feel like... Um, I'm a kid again because they've been scaled up to yes. my, my growth spurt. They're oversized cards. They're five by seven cards. So think of like a, a postcard. Um, we've done we've done five different sets that are exclusive to San Diego Comic Con that form a 50 card set. Uh, each set has 10 cards in them. Uh, they're twenty dollars a piece and limited to only 250 sets of each. So. Uh, they have the heroes from Episode 7, the villains from Episode 7, the journey of the blue lightsaber, so that takes it from the first time we see Anakin use it to uh, when uh, Kenobi gives it to Luke, Luke losing it, Rey finding it, Finn using it, Rey using it, and then Rey finally returning it to Luke. So it, it, it spreads between Episodes 2 through 7. And then we have vehicles, and then Maz's castle. So it's Maz and all of the crazy characters that uh, oh, nice. hang out in the castle. Is there is, is, is Prashy and Kratnus in there? Let's take a look. I don't remember offhand. We because can... we've had them uh, both on the podcast of late, and we so we're, we're trying to drum up as much support as possible. No Prashy yet. We've got Maz. Cookie. We've got Bazine. No, it oh. didn't look like they made the cut for this one. But New York Comic Con is coming soon. We'll okay. see if they make the cut this there. Is, this is just a slap in the face to the boys. We've got Strono <laughs> Cookie Tugs. What even is... Oh, he's got a nice blade. It's, it's cool because the... 
the Mazda's castle, it, it went by so fast, and it's sort of perfect for a, a you know a trading card set that you you know have a time to like stare at things up close. Like that guy, that Strono, I don't recall seeing him at all. So. Good with the bad. Poor Prashian Kratnus. Come on, guys. A series two, maybe. We'll see. Oh, tough call. But I love the idea of the um, the journey of the Sabre. Yeah, that's a really cool set. Um, one of the ones that I had the most fun making. Um, let's see if we can find the open copy here. Slightly out of order. But uh, a really great set showing the blue lightsaber in all of its uses throughout the uh, the saga, so starting with Anakin wielding it to thwart the assassination attempt. Yeah, yeah. And then against uh, Darth Tyrannus, and then his battle on Musafar with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Then, then we see uh, the gift uh, that Obi-Wan gives to Luke, Luke losing it in uh, his battle with Vader, and then uh, the discovery in Maz's castle. Uh, against the stormtrooper when Finn uses it against the riot control stormtroopers and then his his foray against Kylo Ren didn't work out that well luckily Rey was there with her show of force we'll call it Mm -hmm. and then she returns the lightsaber to Luke in the end I'm interested with this one lost in battle with Vader and this is in Cloud City as Luke it's an amazing capture where Vader like Luke's hand is about 10 centimeters away from his wrist. I've never seen this angle before. Is this a photo or a, or a grab from the film? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It was in our photo library, so it could be a screen capture. Or it could be uh, a very fortuitous snapping of a photo by the unit photographer, but just not sure, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, because, you know, I've loved Star Wars for decades and decades, and it always surprises me when a new photo appears from the original trilogy but it still happens I'm just like like that to me is like yeah totally I've I've never seen that that still before so I'm not sure if it is a a film grab or an amazing photo yeah the photo library that Lucas has for these films is incredible uh, when we have a chance to kind of dive into it and see all the great uh, different photos from you know unit photography, uh, backstage, you know behind the scenes, studio photography. It's really amazing, and we keep trying to unearth new photos uh, to to put out for collectors with each set. Well, how is that transmitted to you guys at Tops? Have you just got like the world's best DVD like disc or? It used to be on di- on discs, uh, but now with uh, the cloud-based uh, storage and servers, it's it's just passwords and uh, internet access for the most part. All right. Well, there you go, savvy hackers. <laughs> all our listeners. Have at it. <laughs> all our listeners that are anonymous, get in there. <laughs> Let's see some new Rogue One uh, yeah, shots, yeah. huh? And so, so you go through these archives and 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 just select. Is is that? Like with so many images, is that a very like? Is it a wealth of riches sort of thing? Sometimes there's just so much, so you know, to kind of narrow it down to know. Okay, I'm looking for an image from this scene. There's still 20, 30 images to to comb over and figure out which is the best one that uh, you know will fit this set, the theme of this set, 
and also which is one that maybe we haven't used in the last couple releases or maybe we've discovered something that wow I can't I don't think we've used this yet um, so we put it into sets now there's definitely one classic card but I'd like to see blown up into the jumbo size okay and that is the infamous C3PO something the the uh, ah. the, the stimulated <laughs> C3PO <laughs> Will we ever get a reissue of that? Maybe you can do a tops pack like with like a black wrapper. Yeah, we'll have to see if that will pass through uh, the licensing approvals uh, with, with Lucas and Disney now. What's what's Topps' story behind that card? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Um, I'm sh- my guess is that it was, uh, pardon the pun, a rogue employee uh, who t- tried to, to sneak something through and successfully snuck something through uh, for uh, for a bit. Or who knows, it could have been a, an image that we got from their library that was uh, previously retouched and we just didn't uh, catch it during our uh, our QA so I, I'm not sure <laughs> well that hologram of Princess Leia was pretty hot so <laughs> you know you can't hate on a droid for appreciating it there's one thing that Mark Hamill actually commented at uh, at Star Wars Celebration last week about how cards now uh, on their phone like that seems like you know, you got the Tops uh, digital trading. It's the uh, Star Wars Card Trader app uh, available on your, your iOS uh, app store and Google Play. Um, it's, a, it's a great new success that Tops has had with digital trading cards. So it's on your tablet or on your phone. You have the ability to open up packs of cards, uh, various different you know base sets, insert sets, everything to collect uh, autographs, digital autographs and digital relics even. And you can trade with your friends or new people that you meet in the community. It's a lot of fun. I'm interested to know, compared with card sales to people using that app, like what's the ratio? Um, I know it still leans heavy onto the physical uh, cards, but every day our digital traders uh, and collectors are growing. And is there ever a chance... like? The card set that I have a really fond memory of is in the 90s, during the Dark Ages. Okay. There was a trading card boom. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in a very small town, about an hour out of Melbourne in Australia, and somehow we had three trading card shops. Um, none of them are there anymore, surprisingly, but it was during the you know the Jordan sure. you know, tops and, and, and Fleer and all those crazy upper deck. But what I loved, partly because there was such a... Uh, route of Star Wars was the Star Wars Galaxy cards with all the art and you know and, and the lenticular cards and all that stuff. Is there ever a chance that that's going to make a comeback with with more artist impressions of the Star Wars universe? Uh, it's definitely something we talk about often, um, and we do know that the fans have a real. Uh, affinity towards the galaxy cards, and we're we're trying to figure out new ways to work within the uh, you know within the scope of what Lucas Art uh, Lucasfilm is trying to do with uh, with the Star Wars universe and find a way to please everybody. Um, it it's, it's something that we don't have uh, a firm timeline for, but it is something we're working towards. And when it comes to Star Wars fans. 
good luck with pleasing everybody. It, true. It, it is something. We try to please as many people as we can. <laughs> that's the way. That's, that seems like a more uh, a, a rational goal. Uh, please Disney first. <laughs> the fans, a very close second. Uh, and then uh, internally at tops. We'll go, we, we try to, to tear it out like that. Excellent, Jeremy. We'll have a good rest of the con. Thank you so much. Cheers. I think it's Tarkin. I think it's Ezra. I think it's the reincarnated ghost of Anakin who was Rey who's been morphed into another Sith-loving creature. Hmm. If you are sick of Snoke theories as much as I am, you have to get the Steel Wars Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt. Screen printed, not heat pressed, on the highest quality AAA tube t-shirt and designed with the beautiful vintage Kenner font in mind, you will turn heads and get laughs with the Your Smoke Theory Sucks t-shirt and you'll support the sweet, sweet Steel Wars podcast. And if you're a Steel Wars supporter, you get 15% off. Presale is up now on SteelWars.com. All right, you guys, it's three o'clock. We're in the Marvel panel, yeah. me and Dom. Yeah. And they're going to tell us how good the Vader comic is. Yeah, they're going to tell us how great it is and how awesome Triple uh, Zero and BTR <laughs> and, uh, you know, how that they, they sh- they're going to get their own uh, a Star Wars story. Movie? Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be good. There's only three issues left, right? So <laughs> they're going to really be hyping that up. I hope if, if, if the last issue of it ends with... Vader just losing his patience and, and killing them with killing the lightsaber. Them. Well, didn't they almost get killed a couple of times throughout the series and you're like, but they keep getting rebuilt? Yeah, like Luke, I'm pretty sure it was Luke stabbed him. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, best yeah. thing Luke ever did. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they're going to announce some new comics something, yeah? I would hope so. I mean, the Vader series is, is ending, so they, they do need to replace it with something. So they'll probably tell us that, and they'll probably tell us what the next uh, miniseries after the Han Solo uh, one is. And so, I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I, have, I really don't know what it would be. You know, the obvious thing to think would be something sequel trilogy, but they've got Poe going, so I don't know if they really want to uh, do too much in that era or if they're allowed to do too much in that era. What about an Ewok comic? You would like that. That would be. <laughs> I'd love that, that. That would be okay. I don't know how, how long. How long you could keep that going with just yep 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 yep. yep, yep. You keep going for a fair while. <laughs> it's starting. It's starting. Hey. This book is loaded with Eisner's, uh, and that issue just came out uh, this week, right? Came out the other day. So this, that one, did, did you guys pick that one up? Did you read that one? All right, man. those two guys. We <laughs> people have been in Comic Con, so I understand. Um, but yeah, let's introduce uh, this new group of stormtroopers. They're called the Scar Squad. Uh, we wanted to introduce some new villains to the book, and also, um, you know, focus in on some stormtroopers. Kind of take a peek underneath their mask and see why, you know, why on earth would you become a stormtrooper? Uh, we also wanted some stormtroopers who were actually effective and could shoot the things that were firing. <laughs> um, so we introduced these guys in 21. We see them kicking butt, and then the next big arc starts with 22. Uh, and it involves our rebels having to steal uh, an Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, 
uh, completed a mission. So of course they wind up with the worst, you know, shittiest star destroyer in the galaxy. <laughs> They're having to, to fly it with a skeleton crew. So you get Han on the bridge, you know, yelling at Chewie in the engine room that he needs more power. Um, so they're, they're, they're piloting this ragtag Star Destroyer across the galaxy to, to save the day, and that, that's when our, uh, our new group of stormtroopers show up, and we, uh, we see them butt heads with our main cast. All right, you guys, it is now 10 to 8. There, wa- there wasn't much to report from that Marvel panel. You got a few clips, but now we're in an Uber with, I'm not sure what secret Trey. identity. Trey. Trey. Trade the truth. <laughs> Trade the truth, the oh, Uber driver. And we are currently trying to maul our way through post-Comic-Con traffic. There's a Harley Quinn scooter riding next to a Batman motorcycle. It is a, uh, it's quite a scene, Trey. How's your uh, week been Ubering Comic-Con attendees? Well, you know, I love coming to Comic-Con. You know, you got the comic clowns. You know, they put on the face paint. They look nice. Some of them look sexy. Some of them look retarded. So let's make sure you don't come to my city looking retarded or you're not getting in this Uber. I'm glad we made the grade. I feel really self-conscious now. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm glad we, um, Jackie, we decided to take off the face paint before we called the Uber. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't have been allowed in. You know, the last clown who got in left face paint all over my freaking Uber. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you leave, you leave Max. What were they face painted at as though? So there was a Joker, you know, and he didn't have any jokes, but you know, he was a Joker, and so yeah, he was a comic clown, and uh, you know, I I, I love the. The, the outfit, I just did not appreciate the face paint on the back of my seat. Few do. Few do. But that's the Joker, up to, up to his old tricks. You know, it, here's the thing. The face paint was a little raggedy, okay? That's my issue. We didn't have the little stitching going all the way up, and I'm a big Joker fan, you know? Like, everyone should smile. So, yeah. I... It's one of my most loathed things in life for me to ever endure, and that's to have face paint on me. Hmm. I just, I, I feel like that's weeks of finding paint in your ears. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, face paint can be a huge thing, but let's not talk face paint forever. Let's talk about costumes. Uh, you asked me what was the craziest costume I saw? Yeah. The craziest costume? Okay, imagine this. You weigh 300 pounds you probably shouldn't be wearing a Princess Leia outfit. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, so that's that's what I uh, just dealt with, um, what, about two nights ago. Two nights ago, I think. Which version of Princess Leia? Um, I honestly don't know. The largest version, I'm guessing. The supersized <laughs> version. If there's a supersized option, that's the one. No, but which costume? Oh, so he had on like the, the, the little skirt piece. So you could see a little bit of cheekage, which you don't want to see when someone... You, you don't want to see, you know? You don't want to uh, see Princess Leia's royal cheeks? Uh, well, they're rolling cheeks. It was rolls, you know? And you couldn't tell if they were cheeks, chins, heels, you know, but they were there, you know? But let me tell you... That guy, I give him all the props in the world because I wouldn't do it and I couldn't do it. You know, he got a standing ovation when he crossed the street. So, you know, good job for him. It's weird because you're, you're toying with many uh, men's 
childhood crushes. You're ruining, you're corrupting their memories. Well, that's him, you know? Like, I mean, I I, I love Princess Leia, you know? I, I, like, I've got a genuine love for Princess Leia. Matter of fact, I remember when I was young, I probably loved her a little too much, you know? <laughs> wow. Wow. So you had to tell your mom, it's just face paint hey, mom, all over the house. Out, stay out, mom. Stay out. This is me and Princess Leia talking, you know? Stay out, mom. Don't no! Don't look under the blanket, mom. No, please. <laughs> That's kind of how the conversation went. Mom wasn't pleased. Wow, is is your mother part of some CSI team? Did she have the blue light that could luckily, find? Luckily, no. Luckily, she didn't. You know, but I'm pretty sure one of my little brothers probably had it. It came in the room because they're the ones who told on me. So yeah. Mom, Trey's watching Return of the Jedi again. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story. That's my story. And that's the truth. And you know it's the truth because Trey said so. <laughs> there we go. Let's go. I think you're biting Stone Cold Steve Austin's catchphrase there. Is it? Yes. Is it? I haven't. What? That's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said so. What? 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 I thought that was his, uh, his his saying, but I might be talking about another wrestler because I don't remember any day. No, that was in, him in his declining days. Okay, 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 I got you. So what other crazy, crazy costumes have you had in the car? Um, well, there was a, a, a Captain Kirk, and he actually kind of, like, the guy had the, the, the facial structure of Captain Kirk. Could have been Shatner. Could have been, could have been, you know, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Let's see, I've got to try to find... The gas station. We're looking for a petrol station so we can actually get home. Yes, because I picked you up and I was on empty. So, you know, that may have not been the brightest thing to do, but hey, I'm here to tell the truth. <laughs> on brand. On brand. You know? What was the best costume you saw today, Joke? Um, I quite liked those little kids in the... Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, the Jawas and the Little Wicket, they were really cute. Was that today or yesterday? I think it was today. I think it was today, but yeah. Oh, and also the, from The Force Awakens, you know, with the black and white diamonds. What's her name? Oh, I don't know her name. It's an epic costume because it's quite subtle, you know. There's been a lot of rays, which I love. So many rays. So many rays. I wouldn't mind doing a bit of a ray for Halloween this year. But, um, oh, what's her name? The Diamond Girl. I, I, it's a very obscure name. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I also, oh, do you know it was great? Which I haven't seen, but I've heard rumors of from several people is the Pokey Stops. Oh, yeah. Some, a few people have dressed up as the Poker Stops. You know, the like the box, and then you flick it, and then it, but, you know, you get the balls. I'll have to take your word for it. You're yeah. flicking it in its balls and wow. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a whole lot going on there. 
I'm just saying. Actually, I might log in. Trey has ruined another childhood memory. You know, that's what I do. I tell the truth. Trey, do you have an iPhone charger cord uh, situation right going on? I do right here. Char- charge is a very precious thing at a convention. I think the one, I, the little Ewok, I don't know if that was yesterday or today, but the little Ewok was awesome. So cute. But a great costume. I did meet a, um, maybe a, 10 to 12 foot tall Optimus Prime and Megatron. Oh, wow. Wow. Megatron is one of my favorite characters of all time. Well, this dude was killing it because he had like a microphone in his helmet that got amplified and he was like, he was like doing a roast of people going past as Megatron. Wow. That's dope. He killed. He killed. He, He didn't manage to transform into a small gun, but still... That's unfortunate, you know. I'm, I'm gonna have to take away some points for that, you know. It's like, I mean, it, it, now someone's ruined my childhood, you know. Like, I grew up on Transformers, you know. Like, if, they, if 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 Megatron's not turning into a gun or a pistol, then what is happening? But it never made sense how the gun got smaller. Yeah, you know, you go from this big entity to this little entity. If, why can't you just be a big gun? Well, my thing always was, if you can shrink, what's even the point of transforming? Very good point. Like, Very, like, like just magic into it. Yeah, well, if you could shrink, why don't you just disappear? All right, we have got a petrol station. We will be getting home. There's a Pokemon in this car. What? Oh, God. Trey, are you I've a never, Pokemon? I've never played the game, so I really don't know, but I heard people are falling off a cliff, so be careful. <laughs> Got some Lionel. Trace cars making a really annoying noise. Chuklin. I love this song. All right, you guys, this could be it. What are you talking about? We're going to the masquerade. There's a whole lot more to go. All right, we'll podcast the masquerade. What What do you mean? I thought you would. Really? You did last year. We'll be podcasting at the masquerade. Or what? Unfortunately, I pulled in on the wrong side. Ah. Oh, I was talking about the podcast, not the Uber. <laughs> Are we still going? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, the people who are listening to me, uh, wh- like, where, where, whereabouts are they from? All around the world. It's the magic of the internet. Wow, wow. You know, uh, why can't I have my own podcast? You can. I can. Well, you set me up. Let's go. You, there's no, there's nothing holding you back. Oh, wow. Wow. In that case, I'm starting tomorrow. And you guys better log in. Log in. It's going to be called Train the Mother... Excuse me. Truth. <laughs> Bam. That's it. <laughs> Maybe I can't handle the truth. I can't. He's a character. He's awesome. What did he say he did? He's a real estate 
No, he sells real estate and that's why he drives Uber. He's so a real he can sell to people. Is that what he said? He's a real estate agent and a lawyer. I'm not, I don't know if Trey's telling us the truth. Oh, really? He did pick us up with no gas. That's not very organized. I feel like someone that was a lawyer would be a little more on it, you know? We shouldn't talk about him while he's out right out there. That's rude. No, we love Trey. We love Trey. Well, the, the Uber driver prior to Trey was quite rude. I just had to put in a report. Yes. I did. I said the Uber driver asked us our destination, which is the biggest no-no of Uber drivers. It's against everything we believe in. It is. I'm furious. And we saw him. He was behind the U-Haul and he said he was stuck in traffic and we were like, uh, we see you. We can see you. This is like ridiculous. Peekaboo. Yeah, he was stuck in traffic parked behind other parked cars. I think Paul should edit this all out because I've had quite a few vodkas. Leave it in, Paul. <laughs> hey, guys, if you want to hear the full-length interviews of our entire back catalogue, get bonus episodes weekly, and also not have to hear these annoying announcements in the middle of the podcast, join the Steel Wars supporter page for just $3 Australian, which is about $2.20 American a month, you can keep the podcast going and get unlocked a ton of bonus content available through the Bandcamp app, bandcamp.com, and now we have an exclusive supporter feed so everything goes into your podcast catcher as normal. Unlock every full-length episode, enjoy bonus content, and listen to the weekly Steel Wars podcast with that warm knowledge that you are sacrificing, what, half a cup of coffee a month to keep one of your favourite podcasts going. All the details are on SteelWars.com. All right, it is Saturday night and we are heading to the Comic-Con Masquerade competition. Uh, if you don't remember this from last year... They, it's in a 4,000 seat room and people come out in, it's the top of the top cosplay of the convention and they have to do a little sketch with it as well. So it's part based on the costume and also based on the sketch that they do, the little performance. And it's hard to get this across in audio, but I'll put some videos up on the website and on Facebook. But the main thing I want to get is the crowd does this crazy chant that gets longer and longer. They somehow know, I don't know how, they know the words to add on or they, I don't know, I don't know how it happens, but every year we are baffled by it just gets longer and longer and longer and it's sort of a running joke. So I'll record one of those just so you can get the vibe. What does it all mean, Dom? I have no crazy idea. 
Alright you guys, this is Steel in the future. I thought I would do a commentary. I recorded a bunch of Star Wars Masquerade entrance and this one was my favourite. So what I'll do, I'm going to do an audio commentary and this is going to be up on the site as well so you can watch it live or watch it as it happened live. But it's, it's very sweet. So here we go. You should be able to hear the audience's reaction. Alright, so we've got Kylo Ren coming out on stage. He's ready to face someone. He's got his lightsaber. Ray comes out with the blue saber. They are battling. They're striking lightsabers. They're going for another strike. Ray force pushes Kylo Ren twice to the ground. He takes a knee. He takes his helmet off. Ray's looking very concerned like he's hurt himself. It seems like they're breaking character. Kylo Ren reaches into his pocket. He's on one knee and he proposes to Ray. Ray is now crying. <laughs> She's stunned. The crowd is going mental. She's laughing and stunned. <laughs> She's totally broken character. She said yes. Kylo Ren is putting the ring on Ray, and she has lifted up Ray, and they are spinning around, and they are very happy. And now they're both waving to the audience. Kylo Ren forgets his saber and helmet, goes back and picks it up, and they walk off stage, engage Robert Monroe and Ali Ayers. That was very sweet. special Comic-Con moment. I just, I tear up. I'm a, I'm a big softie for that sort of thing. That's what fandom's all about. So good. It's two o'clock in the morning. Saturday night at Comic-Con. This is the end of Saturday night. <laughs> Joker? Mm. Report in. Reporting in. You don't seem that invigorated with podcasting. I don't feel very invigorated with anything right now except for this pillow. It's a top pillow. Mm, it's quite a good pillow. So see if you can recap the day. Um, I woke up, steel delivered coffee, which was great. Um, went to the Daniel Class panel, which was phenomenal. I was thrilled. Had another coffee. 
went to line up in the Simpsons line, didn't get in, uh, walked the floor for a little while, got caught up in the T-shirt stand. Thank God I didn't buy anything. Jackie, there's these giant T-shirt stands that they're like on the convention floor. They're like caves, like giant caves. Mm -hmm. And then when you walk inside, there's like thousands of T-shirt prints. And they're all bad, but every now and then one or two gets you a little bit excited. Like I quite like the Sunnydale High one from Buffy, but honestly, I'm not going to wear it. But every time I'm like, ooh, maybe. So she was about to walk in and I was just like grabbed her and like, what are you doing? Don't get caught in that trap. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at, you know, on Facebook, if you use the, not, I guess the emojis, but it's like the cat on the skateboard and on the little scooter. Mm-hmm. They had t-shirts of that guy and I was like, hmm, he's cute. Maybe I'll, and then you pulled me out and I was like, oh, thank God. I would never have worn that t-shirt. That's what a good husband does. Mm, thank you. But then... Yeah, I spent most of the day lamenting that I left my jacket here at the Airbnb because yesterday was really hot and it was hot wherever we went and I had to tie my jacket around my waist. So today, instead of bringing my jacket, I brought a sun hat and it was windy and cold and they pumped the air conditioning. So I spent the day with goosebumps lamenting that my jacket was back here at the Airbnb. Jacket lament. Mm. But what else? We we saw Christian Hazoi. We saw Christian Hazoi when we were eating lunch. Who's Christian Hazoi? Skateboarder. From the 80s? From the 80s with a very trendy dad, might I say. He had, like, the coolest sunglasses, a cute little, like, scaled-down Panama hat, some really nice, like, leather brogue shoes and, like, a camera around his neck. He was very cute. And he gave your sunglasses a compliment? He did. And it was... I tell you what's so funny. Like, Krishna Zoy is someone that I waited for a demo in 1988 for... About 10 hours, so he could get on the fence to see him and Tony Hawk skateboard at Paran. And I wanted to get a photo with him with the Have You Seen Him sticker, because it's a skateboarding reference, and he thought that was very funny. His dad loved it. His dad loved it. And then afterwards, it was so weird to have Krishna Zoy say to me, can I have this sticker? Because mm. when you're a little kid going to a skateboard demo, you just want stickers. Yeah. And then to have him very go... Cool. For him to say to me, he actually said to me, can I have this sticker? And I was like, uh, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> it's very cool. And then you took a photo of me with a giant Optimus Prime and Megatron. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not that into Transformers. So I was like impressed by the costume, but I feel like someone does the Transformer every year and I'm like, okay, we get it. You're going to change into a truck or a car. It was so big, though. Maybe you are into Transformers and you don't realise it because they're robots in disguise. I'm not into it. And they're disguised as something else you like. Maybe Daniel Klaus is a Transformer. No. (laughs) And then we went to the... I feel like Transformers just... 
remind me of bad DJs. I feel like bad DJs always wore that T-shirt with oh, the logo. The Decepticon logo. Yes. Yeah, you might be onto something there. And then we went to the Marriott pool and, and soiree. Oh, yeah, soiree with um, Nathan Hamill. And Daniel Logan. Yes. Who, sh- oh, am I allowed to talk about the engagement story or no? I think we'll... we'll We've got a a good engagement story, but we'll save that for an upcoming episode of Steel Wars, and we'll find out firsthand about that. Mm. And then we went to the masquerade, and we saw an engagement. I'm unsure about that. It was an engagement, they said afterwards. Yeah, but I think they were joking. I think the engagement was part of... no. The girl... Because wasn't that the humour of it that Kylo was proposing? No, the girl's not that good an actress. I didn't think she looked that surprised. Oh, no, she was surprised. Well, she was, I thought it was part of it. No, we'll, we'll post the video up tomorrow morning. She didn't cry, she wasn't laughing, she wasn't even smiling. She was so! She was just doing the, like, faux surprise thing. Oh, No, I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled. But the whole time I was like, oh, this is a really cute little like play on Kylo and... Jackie hates love and romance. (laughs) No, I just, I didn't think it was real. I bet if you ask Blondie who was there with us, she didn't think it was real either. It was real, guys. But I also think the crowd response wasn't as excited at it. As it should have been if it was real. They were pretty surprised. The people gave them like a half standing ovation. Yeah, because it was cute. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to try to track them down for an interview because I think it's real. Cute. I um I got the the best Star Wars one from last year I interviewed, and that's the one I'm going to track down this this year because I think it's real. You didn't like the Bob's Burgers one. I didn't get it. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. Oh, you'd like it. I like burgers. And Bob. I don't know any Bobs, really. My Uncle Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good. Um, And then we, we, then we went to the Funny or Die party. Mm-hmm. And consumed some drinks. And that felt like they put everyone at Comic-Con in a sieve. And, like, the normal non-in-costume people were shaken out and put into this party. It was had a, a music festival vibe, not a comic festival. Mm, but and not even, like, nerd T-shirts, nothing. There was nerd T-shirts. Just the regular people. And then we went to the wing, some wing shop bar, and we caught up with Randy and Maximum Palace and Dominic and Jared and a few other crew and had fun and ate wings and you had some you've had I didn't even know this food in was invented that you had tots don't you remember Napoleon Dynamite no but you had buffalo wing tots no there was no wing there it was just the wing sauce and chicken I didn't eat that though it was an the amazing and the tots. It was an amazing <clears throat> dish. It was good. And now we're about to fall asleep. Yeah. One more day, Comic Con. 
There was lots of drunk nerds throwing up on the streets. Oh, there that. was. There real. There was a lot of. Yeah, I've never stayed out this late at Comic Con. I feel like I saw the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> what the people that go to Comic Con are exactly the same as every other drunk person in the city. Yeah, but just people in cute costumes throwing up really takes the sheen off. They're not in cute costumes. They're in, like, Bazinga t-shirts. Well, they have some cute costumes. I'm sure I saw a Sailor Moon throwing up. I would love to see a fully, like, someone painted up, like, the Hulk or something spew. That would be... <laughs> I'd throw money. That would be a good busking. <laughs> Imagine we saw Megatron later on spewing. Oh, I'd be happy. Well, you still are happy. Have you got any plugs? Do you know any pogs from the podcast? Yes. Go on. Um, your Snoke Theory Sucks stickers can be found on steelwars.com. Mm-hmm. And Steel Wars, actually, today, number one. Number one podcast in Australia in TV and film. Yeah. I'm a lot prouder than I sound. I'm just... My eyes are closed. Right. My eyes have been closed this whole podcast. Still keeps forcing me to podcast when I'm asleep. Like, jerks me awake and tells me it's time to podcast. So I feel like no wonder Gonk gets the better gigs than me. But we're all a slave to content, Jackie. Mm. Content. But where is Gonk? I haven't seen Gonk this entire Comic Con. He's hiding out from me. Because he knows we're at war. Yeah, if you really not seen him? No. Not once. I saw him in an Instagram photo, and you looked very nice, by the way, Gonk, in a suit. No, didn't we see him? No. You didn't see him at the booth? Mm-mm. That's so weird. Jeez. All right, Gonk, we're coming for you, buddy. Mm. Um... What about, should people, what should people do on iTunes? Leave a sweet five-star review. What about on Twitter? Um, On Twitter, they should at steelwars.com. No, dot com, just at steelwars. Just hashtag yay. Interesting. Um... What about t-shirts? Steelwars.com. You can buy them. What about if what about if people want to hear our entire back catalogue of episodes and bonus content? You can subscribe, it's very easy. I've also done this. You get a cute little email every couple of days letting you know that there's more content. It's quite thrilling. How good's content? Mm. This is content. Yeah, this is not quality. How do we normally finish the podcast? I'm going to cut all of this out, Paul. This is this is great content, Paul. And may that force be with you.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.